Hello and welcome to Friday Lines on a Thursday during the final series. I'm your host, Luke O'Brien, a.k.a. OB. Friday Lines is brought to you by Little Birdie TV, topsport.com.au, punting form and manscaped, all your essential items for life. Joining me today for all things AFL is MG. Welcome, MG. Hey, you going, OB? I'm battling. I'm battling, you, but we'll get through. We'll get you, through. Look, you look a little dusty. What are you, Did you go out last night or something? Uh, <laughs> Come on, mate. That's all right. It's the grand final week. We'll get it ourselves grand through. Final yeah, week, we're, yeah. The, we're almost at the finish line. And uh, and joining us for all things rugby league is Top Rope. Welcome, Top Rope. Good to be here, OB. And not only will I be here for all things rugby league, so I'll have plenty to say about the AFL as well. Oh, here he is. He's chiming <laughs> in at the death. <laughs> haven't watched a game all year, and now you, now you want to be, uh, you know, the spokesman. We'll get the uh, we'll get the news uh, out of the way early, and uh, it's it's been a, a bit of a, a dark twenty four hours for the AFL, that's for sure. And um, yeah, some of the stuff and the the allegations that have been uh, levelled at um, you know three individuals in particular from the Hawthorne Football Club is uh, is appalling, and uh, I've got no words for it really. And uh, top rope, I think you're a bit lost for uh, lost for words as well about it all. Yeah, well, like, you know, I feel you've, you know, it's been very much on brand for me to uh, to dish it out to, to to the AFL this year, especially in relation to the NRL. But I, I, I absolutely flabbergasted at the seriousness of these allegations, and if they're proven correct, I don't understand that any. Uh, I don't understand how such systemic racism and and, and the, the the only real word for it is the, the evilness. Of some of the behaviours, if found to be true, the removal of SIM cards, the recommending of breaking up with partners, the advocating of the termination of pregnancy. If, if this is all true, like it's not only the three individuals, it's the system that allowed to happen. Like, yeah, I don't know enough about the AFL and how it works to 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 uh, to comment on on the in depth of that. But from 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 an NRL point of view, a rugby league point of view, and maybe look, maybe it's a lack of sophistication in, in, in rugby league as to how. Deep things go, and, and kind of how how much clubs intrude into personal life, but that kind of stuff just doesn't happen. Take away all, all the racist stuff like the NRLs and rugby league has long proven itself to be at the forefront of Indigenous relations. First Australian player, first Australian captain of Aboriginal descent, but I, I just don't understand. Like rugby league clubs just aren't run like that, and I, I imagine most AFL clubs aren't run like that either. But yeah, this is not the first time. Similar allegations were made, like uh, you know, around around the Adelaide, infamous Adelaide camp stuff like this has, has happened as well. So uh, it's it's shocking, shocking. Yeah, I think for for a competition that that prides itself on family um, inclusiveness, um, we've still got a lot of work to do, um, and so. You know, hopefully, out of all this, something can can happen and change can occur, but. Yeah, the 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 AFL has still got a lot of work to do uh, in um, yeah for, for for Aboriginal and and First Nations people. That's for sure. Yeah, not good. Hawthorne might have to rebrand themselves as well. They've been known as a family club for a long time, so it doesn't uh, doesn't brand well for them. But yeah, they got they got some problems in that area. Of, you know, find the the timing of it coming out. Ob is uh, not not good for not good for the AFL being grand final week as well. Oh, it, it's it doesn't matter when it is. It, it yeah. shouldn't. Um, yeah, it, it shouldn't occur. And I'm, I'm glad that Russell Jackson is a fantastic journalist. Um, I'm, I'm sort of glad he sort of brought it to brought it to light. So hopefully now we can we can get to the bottom of all these issues. And yeah, as you said, top rope. I don't think it's just Hawthorne. I think it's probably a, a, an industry wide uh, issue. So hopefully we can get to the bottom of it. And you know, we've got some great people. Uh, you know, Sean Burgoyne and Eddie Betts. So hopefully they can lead the way. And uh, and yeah, we can we can change this culture. Anyway, we'll get back to the uh, on-field action AFL Grand Final this week. Two best sides, Geelong and Sydney. 
Um, looks a beautiful game on paper. Um, you know, superstars on every line, role plays. It looks a really good game. Uh, Lance Franklin re-signed. Uh, a, a very, uh, a very well-timed press <laughs> release. Uh, the Queen's funeral was on, uh, and during Grand Final week for one more for big uh, the big Budoir. Uh, and then the Brownlow medal as well, uh, Patrick Cripps. I'm not sure who tipped him, but I'm sure, pretty sure around this time last week someone tipped him. But anyway, <laughs> we'll get that audio up at, a, at another time. But um, I think Borko's lost that footage. Yeah, is he? yeah that's yeah. convenient. But, uh, yeah, no, another big week and, uh, look, yeah, it looks like a, a, a great game on uh, on paper on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, he was in fine form last night, Cripps. He's celebrating long and hard, isn't he? Uh, Carlton function last night. He was uh, in full flight, the Cripper. He's uh, celebrating long and hard and good on him here. Congratulations to him, uh, Worthy winner, or he had to even dice off the, off the field. He was suspended and gone for the year. So yeah, it's a crazy story all up. That uh, lawyer did some sharp work to get him off, and then he goes on and wins his Brownlow, beats his uh, business partner and good mate Lockie Neal as well. So he's been celebrating uh, quite hard with him as well. So congratulations to Crip. That's right. And in the NRL top rope, the final four: North Queensland, Parramatta. The Panthers and the Bunnies, it's uh, yeah, business end of the season and uh, the prelim final weekend is always a great weekend of, uh, of sporting action. Yeah, absolutely. Look, we've got, um, we're going to have a, a fairy tale in the, in the first final, the Cowboys returning to, to the grand finals, their third ever, uh, so their fourth grand final appearance if they, they make it. It's been an amazing rise from Todd, from Todd Payton and, and, and kind of bringing these Cowboys back. Uh, the Cowboys were widely tipped at the start, including by this uh, so-called expert to, to win the wooden spoon. So, uh, such was the the what looked like a pretty ordinary roster. So he's, he's done an amazing job there. Well, Paramount looking to uh, end one of the longest final droughts in in, in, in club history in, uh, in in league history. Uh, haven't won a grand final since 1986. They'll be looking to get there. And in the other one, we've got uh, Penrith, been favourites for the entire season, looking to go back to back. Against South Sydney, these teams, of course, met in the grand final last year. Penrith eliminated South in the preliminary final the year before. So uh, South's got a bit of revenge in their mind, but they've got their work cut out for them, that's for sure. Looks a great game. I think the Bunnies will be up against it. Uh, President's Cup action this weekend as well. Uh, USA $1.12, the international seven fifty, and the draws at $20. Top rope, anyone you're favouring there, mate? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I had to go past the Americans. The $1.12 was probably overs. Uh, it all kind of crystallised a bit when the, uh, the pairings for the foursomes uh, on, uh, on day one were, were thrown out. This is a complete and utter mismatch. So, um, look, there's not much to do with the, the betting side of things. I'll, I'll be playing some some numbers of kind of 20, 20 plus uh, uh, US points. So, um, I think this is going to be a, a fair hammering, to, to be honest. Um, in terms of uh, some bets around the place. I'll be taking uh, Cameron Young as the top uh, US wildcard selection. You get around the uh, $6 mark on, on that. And the top uh, international point scorer, I like uh, Sanjay Im. And the top US point scorer, uh, Justin Thomas. He won his PGA here in, uh, in 2017. It's got a favourite length off the tee, but good all around game. And Thomas will be paired with speed and they don't lose too often in, in, in team stuff. So, uh, they're my kind of three, three little wages there, and plus playing the, the, the hammering hammering options. And also the US Masters Club, you can join for $50 and your chance to join the Little Birdie crew in 2023 as we uh, 
we look at the little the, the Masters Club up there on on screen now, MG, and uh, I think you and Top Rope are joining the uh, joining the crew. Yeah, so we've lined up with uh, ankle breakers there. So anyone who's keen about their golf or just has uh, the Masters on their bucket list, they can go to uh, Ankle Breakers and you join up uh, to the Masters Club for fifty dollars, and that will get you a ticket into the draw to yeah maybe join uh, the great man Top Rope playing golf. Uh, in uh, in and around Gusto, be great. Yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a hell of a trip. Uh, MG, I um, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, the, my my goal certainly not up to scratch at the moment, but I'm, I'm focusing on, on on first things first and uh, trying to just uh, build up the uh, the alcohol tolerance because I feel it might be a, might be a few little beverages consumed uh, over there. No, look, it's going to be. Yeah, it's got to be every sporting event's bucket list to get to Augusta, certainly on top of mind. So this will be my first trip there. I think your first trip as well, Andrew? No, I went there 10 years ago, Top Rope. I thought I might have told you this story once <laughs> or twice. You sharpen up on the drinking skills when you come out with me. Uh, no, I went 10 years ago with uh, – actually with Scoot. Oh, you were the Adam Scott one. You were the Adam Scott went Nick to Heath. Get, uh, yeah, we went over with the Corey McKernan tour for uh, – 2013 saw uh, Adam Scott win. Lucky enough to be on the uh, player hole in the background there, with the the, the uh, putt was uh, sunk. So yeah, no awesome experience. I've had a few mates go on uh, tours since. I think uh, Michael Caridi that comes on uh, helps top rope out in the uh, the Masters um, podcast here. He went in 2019, I think it was when Tiger Woods won. So uh, I've had a few mates go in other years as well. So. I'm very much looking forward to getting back there and uh, yeah, going with an awesome crew. So anyone who is, as I said, any angle into the golf, whether you are a golfer or you just want to go to an occasion, this is golf's finest. So get around it and uh, yeah, for $50, you'll get a run to go and uh, yeah, we will look after you, that is for sure. Sounds fantastic. Uh, NFL Week 3 kicks off tomorrow. The Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns, uh, Friday at 10.15am, the Browns. Uh, minus uh, there they are the odds on screen there the Steelers two sixty six the Browns a dollar forty nine the line minus four and over and under thirty eight points even uh, which way are you leaning there top rope yeah not leaning this way all in here on the, the Steelers I reckon they're a great bet plus four no way I'm going to take Jacob reset laying uh, laying uh, the field goal here at home Steelers are. Unbelievable as an underdog under uh, Mike Tomlin, 46-23 and two against the number as a dog. Uh, prime spotted for Pittsburgh. I think this number might be getting a little low to 38. It's as low as we've seen all, all year, I think. But uh, neither team, particularly Pittsburgh, have got, got many points in them. But I think over 38, I think that is a play in this one. So small, but Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh plus four, strong, strong bet. And a reminder, third and long will be produced tomorrow. The new host, Grant Lee, uh, two betting packages available for $22 a week. Uh, top rope started five and three. Jerry's uh, five, two and one, providing all the betting action. Uh, and, of course, can be found at topsport.com.au. But uh, that's enough of the riffraff. We're in to Friday Lines, brought to you by topsport.com.au. Family owned and operated for 35 years. Bet with the bookie you can trust. Bet with topsport.com.au. Kicking us off for this weekend is the North Queensland Cowboys, $1.70 against the Parramatta Eels, two twenty. The line minus 2.5, over under 42.5. Pull up at uh, Queensland Country Bank Stadium, top rope. Uh, Paul, this looks a, uh, a beauty, and uh, the Eels have just found some form at the right time of the year. Yeah, Eels have gotten hot, but uh, maybe a little too hot. It's... Uh, um 
I, I find it hard to believe they'll be able to get as wound up as they did last week. Arsenal was obviously a crucial, crucial game for them. Brad Arthur had not made a preliminary final throughout his tenure, despite many finals runs. They were absolutely geared up and they blew the Raiders off the park. One, Cowboys are a much better team. Two, they're on the road here. And, and I'm not usually one to play conditions or to overread conditions a lot when it comes to, to rugby league. Yeah, the dimensions are the same, all that kind of stuff. But I do think it's worth noting this week that the Eels have been playing in Sydney most of the season, you know, been fairly maybe of a wet or, or coolish. They're going to go play in very, very humid conditions uh, at a very hot North Queensland, uh, very hot Townsville on, uh, on Friday night. I think that's going to have a negative impact. And we've got actually a little good little guide to this one. Uh, when these two met this year, I mean, Darwin, round 12, very humid conditions. Cowboys blew them off the park, 35-4. Really well coaxed that night. Exposed uh, the Eels on the wings. Both sides of the Eels like to play a very kind of aggressive up and in defence. Some nice little balls over the top of the wings and that sort of field there. So, uh, look, I expect that the Eels will be able to count it, but they, their weaknesses are 100% on their ridges, particularly on the plate's edge. So, um yeah, I like the Cowboys. I like the Cowboys are lucky. Uh, covered 13 of 17 at night this year. Covered uh, 7 out of 25 overall. So they've just been underrated by the market all year. Eels covered just three of the last 11 of a double-digit win. Yeah, it's really the Cowboys have won 7 of 8 against Paramount and Townsville. I'm going to bet the Cowboys. And I also quite like the over in this one. There's uh, four of the last five have dropped 39 points from the two. Uh, the over... He's eight and two when the Cowboys are scoring 30 plus. And he's hitting five straight heels in the state game. So backing over, can see he's going to be a bit tight, but like the Cowboys a lot. He's back in the minus two and a half, backing him straight out. Uh, I think this will be a, a, a good win for the Cowboys. I think for those after a little bit of the uh, Rick Flair, 13 plus Cowboys is the play. Great analysis there from Top Rope. Um, yeah, so he likes the Cowboys and the over, so plenty of points there. As we look to the AFL Grand Final, uh, 2.30, Saturday afternoon, the Geelong Cats $1.48, the Swans two seventy. the line minus 12.5, over under 164.5. Uh, some injury worries at both camps. Um, you know, Henry, uh, sorry, Max Holmes uh, for the Cats and Sam Reid for the Swans. Um, oof, which, way, uh, which way are you leaning here, MG? It's going to be a cracking game, isn't it, OB? I think, uh, firstly, I think... Um, the weather's going to clear, so I think there'll be rain tomorrow, uh, being Friday, and then there'll be some early showers maybe, but I think it'll clear to be a fine afternoon at this stage. That's the way I read it. I know a few reporters have come out in the last day reckon it's going to rain through the through the game, but I don't see it that way. So I'm uh, I'm keen on the total in this game to go over. I think there'll be points. In terms of the game, it's uh, a great matchup, isn't it? Like, uh, you know, Geelong obviously 15 games winning streak and Sydney a nine, so 25 Straight wins between them, so they're both at the top of their their powers. As you said, some slight injury concerns. Look, I think Holmes will play for Geelong, um, but you know, even if he doesn't, they've got the backups that you know it's going to be a minor disruption on their end. Reed's more crucial for Sydney if he doesn't play. Really upsets the balance as the the second ruckman as well. So you know, the the backups there with a Marty, they choose to go that way. I just I think they lose more on that. So he's more crucial. Uh, for Sydney in terms of more their structure around Hickey and how they how they have that backup Ruckman. So that could be some concern. But in terms of the game, uh, you know, the betting's all all been uh, Geelong's way OB. Open seven and a half. It's now reached 12. I think that's kind of the mark that 
Uh, well, I ha- I thought it would be 12 to 14, so I don't think there's too much juice in it now. I think it'll settle down and be a good good betting game. Um, they started probably a little bit cheap on form. On straight-out form, it's hard to go past Geelong right now. Um, I'm, I'm kind of not hoping. Sydney are in it up to their eyeballs. I just think Geelong, at their best, probably have got got it theirs to lose, I'd say, at this stage at the moment. Um, you know, they've been dominant. They've had, uh, you know, 18 covers compared to Sydney's 13. So in terms of, like, how dominant they've been this year, obviously playing on their second home ground, uh, they probably have a bit more of the crowd as well. Um, so, you know, matchups everywhere, I think, uh, you know, I think Sydney's got the defense to maybe hold Hawkins and and Cameron. Rampy's got an unbelievable record on, on Cameron. I think his last five or six outings, he's uh, only given up about the same amount of goals. I think he got three kicked on him once. So I think uh, Hawkins is going to be more the concern than Cameron. Um, but it's going to be the supply, the battle of the midfield, contested ball, the MCG of how, how Sydney are able to keep it in tight for as long as they can and uh, just cut the supply off as, as much as possible and pay, play, play to their strength, force Geelong wide if they can. So, yeah, it's going to be a great match. Um, yeah, I, I think there'll be points in this game, OB. I think uh, one, 163, 164 uh, is pretty much around the mark for a lot of, lot of – you know, if you go through the last 10 grand finals, that's pretty much the mark. I just see these two sides as being over teams and and I think uh, I think think they'll play that way. So, good weather. And uh, yeah, looking forward to this one. Yeah, I think it's the uh, it's the team Geelong don't want to play. And and having said that, it's a, it's a grand final. I think the pressure uh, that the Swans put on, yep. uh, the fantastic pressure side them and Collingwood. We saw that last week. I think it might upset Geelong a little bit. Um, I, I like the Swans. Uh, look, Geelong have been the best team all year, but just I in a, right. just in a grand final, I think the Swans can uh, can come out with the goods. But uh, look, wanna, it'll, be, yeah. it'll be a great story. I want to see I want to see Sydney come out with a bit of bit of fire in the belly earlier. You know, I think it's been missing past grand finals. I don't understand, especially for the underdog. I think you, you know, you can't come out and just let Geelong, you know, get into their rhythm and and find their groove and play in their own terms. You know, I'd love to, you know, get in the change rooms before him. Maybe you can get down there, OB, since you're going to be at the game, and you know, someone roll up Buddy Franklin, get him off a square, a bit of old school, and maybe you know, put Selwood or Dangerfield on their seat of their pants early and just uh, upset the rhythm of the game, especially early. So. I'd be disappointed if I'm Sydney Parker or someone like that. Really needs to go someone early and just show that Sydney are not going to take a backward step. I think uh, Buddy had the look in his eye last week. I thought he played really well uh, last week. Brought others into the game around him. Um, and an amazing stat that uh, he and Joel Selwood are playing in a grand final against each other again, 14 years after they first did it uh, in 2008. No one has ever done that right. before. Um, yeah, so it's a it's a big big game. Uh, I can't wait. Uh, as we look at the uh, the Norm Smith uh, markets, uh, very popular uh, on Grand Final day. Dangerfield after his form last week, seven fifty. My man Callum Mills at nine fifty. Cameron <laughs> at nine fifty. Then uh, double digits for Parker Stewart uh, Heaney at fourteen. Guthrie fifteen. Tom Hawkins sixteen. And then Chad Warner at seventeen. Um, yeah, there's a bit of value there. Uh, yeah, I like for the Norm Smith. Um, yeah, wide open betting affair here, OB. I think it was seven fifty the field. I'm actually uh, my top two picks. I'm going to go. Um, it's been a midfielder's me- medal. I think uh, the stats of forwards and defenders uh, very bare in the cupboard. So if you're going to bet around this market, let's stay in the middle of the ground where the winners are most likely to come from. Uh, I think Charlie, uh, sorry, Cam Guthrie for for Geelong is going to be my pick on the Geelong side at fifteen dollars, and I'm a big fan of Warner on Sydney. I think seventeen dollars is. Uh, a nice little price, and I think he's built for grand finals, Warner. So 
if you're looking for a bit of mid-range picks, uh, Hawkins for Geelong. I, th- I'm, I reckon Tommy Hawk. I know you, you, you're playing up Franklin, but Hawkins up the other end. Um, yeah, I think he he's ready for a big one as well. Sixteen dollars. Gordon's my uh, Smokey for Sydney. Um, probably about the fourth mid in there at forty one dollars. I don't mind him. And uh, just a little tickle out if you're looking for a real bit of Ric Flair, which Top Rope likes. Uh, my picks for either side would be Smith on a wing for Geelong at forty one dollars, and also Blakey for Sydney at fifty one dollars. I think. Uh, just have a little tickle on there and uh, hopefully get your cheer around the midfields. But, yeah, it should be a cracking contest. Always huge betting in the run than Norm Smith as well. So if you're uh, watching the AFL, checking at each quarter because uh, top, uh, top Sport will have the uh, the odds right the way through. It's always a great betting event. And first goal scorer, also popular on Grand Final Day with a few exotics uh, as well. I think uh, Jeremy Cameron uh, at 775. Uh, Tom Hawkins also at 775. Then you got Buddy at 11. Tyson Stengel, 11, Heaney at 12, Papley at 12, Gary Rowan at 13, Haywood at 17, and Hayden McLean at $19. Yeah, two picks. Uh, I would go – I don't mind Dangerfield. He's not on the list there. I think he's on. The, he would be on the next page, $19. Don't be surprised if Dangerfield starts forward. Uh, that would be my pick on the Geelong side, and I'm always a fan of uh, Papley. He gets under the skin early. You can just see him uh, kicking an early snap and getting the crowd into all kinds of uh, – Raptures, $13. So, yeah, that would be my two picks, one for either side. And Luke Parker at $31 kicked the first goal in 2016. So he has got some form there, Luke Parker. But looks a beauty. Uh, and just a reminder, topsports.com.au for all your AFL grand final betting action. As we look at the second preliminary final in the NRL is the Saturday night affair. The Panthers $1.36, the Rabbitohs $3.20, the line at minus 8.5, over under 40 points even. Top rope, please tell me that the, the bunnies are a chance. I know they're up against it. Have, have you got, given us any hope? Not to give you any hope. I'll give you a big hope. Big hope in this one. I am not sure about that winning the match. I think there's certainly a touch of value at the price. I, I, I see this being a tight, hard fought affair. Just a little recap of Penrith in finals over the last few years. They've kind of been yeah, portrayed as this yeah, dominant team. Well, certainly, they've lost a grand final, they've won a grand final, they're short price favourites to, to, to win on the Premiership. But they've played, played nine finals. Uh, there's six wins. So the seven, the six wins have been by uh, six points or less. They've lost two, and they, uh, their only win of more than a converted try was last uh, start against the Eels. They trailed 8 7. Mitchell Moses uh, got hit by, went off hurt uh, with a HRA, didn't come back, and they blew him out late. So Penrith are not a team that blow, blow opponents away. These guys have played a lot of tight games, particularly the, uh, the big finals, the, the Premier final two years ago, the grand final last year. They've been close, low-scoring matches. Panthers have not won any of their 10 matches against South ANZ by more than four points. Um, the plus eight and a half here is a very, very good bet. I'll be jumping all over that. South so good as a dog. They're very good. They've covered eight or 10 with ANZ. Panthers... They've covered just four of twelve conceding out of fewer. I'm I'm a little concerned how underdone Penrith could be coming this one. They're going to be up and about. There's no doubt about that. But they've played one hard match in four or five weeks. Like yeah, they rest their players the last week. They play the Eels, had a week off. Yeah, I'm a little concerned about that. So uh, I'm backing South for the plus eight and a half. I think they can win. I think there is. Uh, some value at the head-to-head price, but the real value is the plus eight and a half here. 
I like it when you talk like that, top rope. The tone of voice just goes in a serious finals <laughs> mode. And when you say that the bunnies are a chance, it certainly uh certainly gets my juices flowing. So uh it looks a uh, looks a great game. Saturday night. Uh not that anyone in Melbourne will be watching, they'll be out uh celebrating after the AFL grand final, but I'll be watching top rope. I'll be tuned in, mate. I'll be watching. Someone's got some Ric Flair uh, premiership action going, so we've got to get him through to the final. Well, they will jump favourites, MG, if they are in the grand final. That would be my prediction. South, South opposite parents. South will be favourites for the grand final. Whoever wins this one will jump premiership favourites. Oh, now I'm getting excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking a week ahead, one week at a time. But, uh, that's all for today's Friday lines. Uh, thanks, Top Rope. Reminder that the GGOA can be located for $22 a week in the Little Bird Live shop for all your NRL betting action and MG, the AFL stings for $22 a week in the Little Bird Live shop as well. I think there's some AFLW stings in there as well uh, for all the uh, all the listeners. But thank you, Top Rope. Uh, another great weekend of sporting action. Uh, Beckons. Yeah, absolute pleasure. Can't wait. A couple of big prelims and... Uh... We the encore with grand finals this week, and we get the uh, the main meal next week. You know, very exciting. Uh, we'll <laughs> leave it there. I think uh, MG another great weekend of uh, AFL action. Uh, what are you doing for the grand final, mate? Working, be in the office. Yeah, got lunch before and dinner after. But uh, yeah, I'll come back to the office to watch it. Beautiful, beautiful. Hopefully, there's a uh, little bit of money in your pocket at the uh, at the end of the game. But that's a wrap for this that's week's Friday lines. Thanks to MG and Top Rope. Thanks to Borco on the panels. You can follow us on YouTube. Find us in the Apple Store, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, wherever you listen to all your good podcasts. Follow at Little Birdie TV uh, on Twitter and Instagram. Remember, all your footy betting action can be found at topsport.com.au. Uh, we'll be back for the last show next Friday, the big NRL Grand Final preview. But Nikki will be back on Monday for the first look at the weekend's action and review. Uh, pump well, punt responsibly, and have a great weekend, punters.